play ball. They just get, they just want, they just want, um, fucking draft picks for, yeah, like a lot, which it helps from tanking. Just don't fucking tank. Well, just I'll say this is, a, this is a lot more deep or more deep than we actually thought it truly was. Mm-hmm. Like the, the article went like so fucking far in depth because we were talking about, you know, compensation days off. You know, revenue sharing, this, that, and the other. But yeah, this this is crazy. Hey, if you're a small market market team, if you finish 500, you get a draft pick. Yeah, so that's what I don't understand that. It's well, it's. I mean, I I don't know. Just trying to balance it out. What I mean, what else would you do to uh to curb uh tanking? You know what? Hold on. Let's yeah. Let's yeah. talk about that. Let's. Take a big step back, a small step back, actually, and let's just let's just start over. Yeah, I'm Mike, Chris, CW here as always. Um, so want to update everybody on the hiatus we've been gone for a while. We actually took a couple months off, um, because well, baseball and the uh, union decided to take a couple months off. So we said, well, all right, we'll take a break too. Um, no. There's just not been a lot to talk about. We both, we all three of us have personal lives, so we do things and we we live lives. Um, but uh, we're gonna get back at it, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of di- digest the lockout today. We're gonna do weekly episodes still. Now that we're getting back to it, hopefully we'll have a lot more to report on. We're banking on them being adults and fixing this shit within the next couple weeks. So anyway, uh, let's get into it, guys. How are we doing today, Chris C Dub? What's going on, fellas? What you guys been up to the last two months of your lives? Football, unfortunately, has ended. Whatever you want to do. Uh, or at least college football has. Unfortunately, Georgia Bulldogs, babe. Yeah, that's that's the worst part about it. Barking um, stuff. <laughs> and then high school baseball started. So, you know, basically every day other than Sunday, I'm, I'm at the field as we speak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is uh, quite a tedious schedule. And the weather sucks right now. It's cold. I don't like the cold. Yeah, that wind is not uh, not. Uh, do you guys right. not have an indoor facility at all? Yeah, we do, but we can only do so it. much. Oh, we only can do so much inside, especially with the kids. Because well, I mean, I mean you, you can you can do a ton. You can, you can do. Well, a yeah, I mean, pitch, pitchers are fun. Pitching is fine, but yeah, the hitters can only get so care? much fucking work doing the same exact thing over and over and over and over and over again. And not being able to take ground balls and, and fly balls and, and do situational shit. So we got to be outside. Uh, defense is overrated. I will just, tell you this, though. When it was, freaking, when it was in the 20s players. on Saturday. Yeah, no. Just just pump some dingers, bro. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, man. We'll call about the That's going to be the fly ball. That's all that matters. There's we'll be that. able to throw it, but. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, all right. Let's let's that's that's great. I'm glad you're okay. C Dub, how about you, buddy? How have you been doing? Doing fantastic, sir. Does your name mean constantly working? Is that what CW stands for? Because I most of the time I literally everybody that's listening, I literally haven't seen this guy in 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 real life in months. This is the first time I've seen his face on camera in months. 
I love I miss him so much. I think I'm just becoming a curmudgeon and just doesn't like to leave the house except to go to work. So it's just it's it's happened. I'm pretty jealous. It's happened. I always said it wouldn't, but I think it's happened. So you're pushing 45, dude. I'm not pushing fucking 45. Good lord. 44, (laughs) bitch. 44. How fucking dare you? How dare you? How dare you? All right, all right, all right. That's enough. So if you have been living under a rock for the last couple of months in, in terms of baseball, you still should have probably heard that there is a lockout uh, going on, which is just, it's just so irritating, you know, isn't it? Isn't it just the worst guys? Like, okay, so first off, it's a lockout, not a strike. So the players aren't refusing to come to work. Baseball has locked them out. Baseball They're not allowed the to owners come to work. have yep. the, the the bosses have said, No, you can't come to work and I'm not paying you. So and Chris, do, what does that do you what like can you like can you imagine not using the facilities to to, to work out and practice as a player or a coach? Because they can't like players can't access any property owned by the team. They can't use medical facilities. They can't see the team doctors. See, and that would be the biggest thing for me. Like if if I was a pro guy, especially with the guys that are coming off like injuries that ended their season or, you know, they sustained something during training, getting ready for the, the new year. We're now having to see them go pay for their own shit instead of, like as an outside doctor, instead of go to the facility and under the care of the people that looked after or look after them for 250 days a year. Now they got to go to, oh shit, let's see uh, Joe, uh, Dr. Joe Schmo down the road. He's good. And, you know, just because it's just because it's local and they, I mean, you know, it sucks. And especially, like I said, you know, for the guys that had the injuries like during season. You know, it just example, and I know you're gonna make fun because he's a Yankee, but Tyon. He has the injury. Jameson Tyon has the injury, has surgery, and he's in a boot during the play. Well, I say during the playoffs, during that that one game that they got to play. And basically, you know, now he's having to have someone that was looking after or looking out for him. He can't go talk to him anymore yeah. until the, you know, the shit ends. It's bad for those guys. The rest of it, I mean, I'm sure, like, an unnamed brave uses our facilities at the high school, um, so you'll they'll they'll be able to find places. That's that's not the issue, you know, to work out, do this, that, and the other. It's not the point, though. You use that. I understand that's that. your job. Like, it's part of my office. My equipment exactly, here, and I like it this way, and I do it this time, you know. Especially, you know, especially if you live in that area. Well, and like C Dub, could you imagine the rhythm that the new coaches or coaches fall out of with their like young players? How are you gonna yes. tell a twenty-two-year-old not to go fucking party and to keep up? With yeah, them? that's because they can't talk to each other. That's that. I think that's where it hits the hardest you know, is the injured players and the young players who haven't 
gotten the experience to have a routine that they can put on themselves. I mean, somebody's been there five, six years. They know what they need to be doing to be getting ready for just spring training and everything else. These these young kids, they all have no clue. Now you're telling me they can't even talk to any of their coaches? That's just crazy. Yep. I, I have heard a few players talk about, you know, 2020 being a, a good thing for them because it had such inconsistency with that and they couldn't train. So they kind of had places they could go. Sure. Like Chris was saying, you know, independent places like that or high schools and stuff like that. But yeah, these young guys, they don't know. I mean, what the hell are they supposed to do? It's just going to set them back. Yeah. So, yeah. so I got to see Freddie Freeman take BP right before spring training. This was shit. This was probably, I don't know, five or six years ago. And it was when he was coming up and literally just, just sat there and watched. Takes some swings off the tee. I don't know, probably 25, 30. He takes a round or two of uh, short toss. And then I think he literally took maybe 10 swings of off live BP and goes, all right, I'm good. Because I'm ready. I'm ready for spring training. Mm-hmm. The guy that was throwing BP to him goes, are you sure? He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm good. He goes, dude, you just took 10 swings. Freddie hit like 490 in spring training that year. Yes, he was ready. <laughs> yep. Sounds sounds like he understood, but he's kind of a rare exception. I mean, he's one a superstar player anyway. But that, that then, goes back to your their their routine. Yeah. I was about to say you know, he's he he just knows what he's doing. He can go out there and do it in his sleep at this point in time. He's been doing it so long. So Right. But yeah, just young coaches, young players, injured players. It's it's not doing any of those guys any favors to not be able to communicate and train the way they should be. Well, you know what I also thought about? There's guys that are unemployed right now. Like there's guys that are not under contract uh at all. <laughs> and their livelihoods, their houses, their families, they're so much affected. By by the, they're literally unemployed. Of course, I'm talking about like amazing baseball players who will be getting a job as soon as they're allowed to get a job. But like, isn't that but yeah? Isn't the stress that, that a little crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just the stress the of not stress. knowing, not being able to get set up to have a house ready for you know when the season starts. I mean, when we're talking about Freddie. What if Freddie goes yeah. to yeah. L.A. or Boston or somewhere? I mean, he's not going to be set up. He's going to be doing all that shit in season and being a distraction. I'm going to ask you a really hard question. I'm really sorry. But do you, like, if he goes somewhere else, how much of the, this, like, lockout are you going to, are you going to blame it, the situation on it? Because he's had so much more time to think about and to be coaxed by things and all that that amazing feeling of winning the World Series and, like, oh, yes. And now it's like, Fuck California's home or wherever, yeah. for whatever reason, you know. I don't know. I think I've got it in my head that he's leaving. So I've just have come to terms with it already, I believe. But did you think that the whole time? Um kind of right when they first started negotiating. Yeah, they were so far apart with money that Fuck he that. knows he can go get that money. They they and messed I that deal. I think up he's so fine with it, but yeah, I, I think he's gone myself. So I think I've just put it in my head that were they really that far apart though? 
Uh, no, I mean, we'll, no, but we'll talk about it later. He, but no, but they knew what he wanted. So yeah, they they knew kind of what they wanted and kind of gave he him said a, what he wanted. a very yeah, yeah slap. Oh, I mean, they gave him the they gave him basically the number, but just not the total number like for what he two wanted. extra years and another yeah thirty million dollars. Well, he wanted another like sixty million, million dollars for for two more years, so he wanted the the thirty mil. All right. But, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. We're, we're, we'll talk about all the, that's after this. That's literally like we can't, we don't need to talk about that because until this gets resolved, we that is doesn't exist. Okay, yeah, no, shit right now. cannot happen. It's literally illegal. I, I don't know why I say illegal. Like it's against the clown rules that they have. Like there is no rules right now. Literally right now, there's no. It's rules against the Geneva Convention. It's like the dumbest <laughs> thing ever. So okay, just to make sure that anybody that is listening that is unfamiliar with the way that things work, especially with this, is there is a work stoppage. Okay, um, and and the the. the the lockout means that the owners have locked out the players. They do not communicate. The coaches are part of the ownership because they're employed by the team and they're not in the players' union. It's only the players that are separated. And no one is allowed to talk to each other. No one's allowed to get business done or essentially go to work. The players are not allowed to work. Okay? So they can't use facilities like we said, all that jazz. And until they sign a new collective bargaining agreement... This is going to continue. And it's now getting really important that this needs to get taken care of because tomorrow is February. And for those that like are really into baseball, you'll know that like right at Valentine's Day is when pitchers and catchers report, which is the first part of spring training. Shit, we've already we've already missed arbitration. You know, all those kids, those young guys, they're, they're supposed to be getting their money right now, and they're not. So I, I thought don't forget that, that we did have some hearings before the lockout. But now, but, it's still, but still now is when there's plenty of time that they do that. In, in, in January is when, like, a lot of that happens. And, and it's we, we missed all of it. We missed all of December and January. Two months of the uh, of the you know winter stuff like contracts yeah and now we have to hope and pray they get it done from two weeks so anyway um they they did meet <clears throat> they did meet twice last week which is good right you know seeing them because I mean you they'll com- they communicate through email right you know like Jocelyn for this or that what's your thoughts on this or whatever. But like they met in person two times, that's a good sign, right? What yeah. You, I mean, what, what I mean, what did you like? What have you guys heard about? Well, and we'll go over line by line what what what's going on in the the whole thing. But what have you guys heard about the lockout recently? Uh, basically, just jostling back and forth right now. It's just kind of normal negotiations on what you would have with any union and large corporation like this right now, both of them are kind of coming out Do you with guess a long list of demands that are both not going to happen. So do you, do you I think feel, right now they're just fighting for position. Do you feel like they're going to resolve it soon? Not anytime soon. No, not anytime soon. No, I think this will go into the season. I really do. 
you think they're going to cancel regular season games? I think it's a yeah, I do. Unfortunately, after after the comment after the comment from MLB last week or dipshit last week saying, you know, the owners are willing to sacrifice games to get this done. Yeah, I think CW may be right. What a stupid thing to open up. I never, I never wanted this to happen, and and the the optimistic side of me is thinking, oh hell yeah, it's gonna happen. You know, forty eight hours right before you know the deadline, before they have to start canceling shit in spring training. Could be wrong. Like I said, that's the optimistic uh, optimistic side. Yeah. The pessimistic side, I, I, I'm thinking, shit, we may not start till till June. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. God, that would suck so bad. Oh my god. I mean, that's basically two months off, or that's two months off the season, and I, I could see it happening. And then we get back to another fucking COVID year where it's a damn shootout for the playoffs. You know, and and we don't get a real champ. You know, this this is the kind of shit that really pisses me off. Um, in terms of thinking about Jacob DeGrom and Jack Flaherty, Glasnow, uh, like a lot of really awesomely young, talented arms because they had the shortened season in 2020, oh, full season in 2021. And then if this bleeds into like two months, like you said, Chris, another shortened season and then another full season, that's going to root like their arms. That's and Jacob Degrom right now should should go down. Like if he continues the way that he's doing things, he can go you realize down it's already the it's most already successful pitcher in 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 baseball history. Like you realize it's numbers. already ruined Glasnow's arm. No, I know. I, I that's why I mentioned him because I was like, who the f- what was the fucking guy's name? Yeah, you're totally right, Chris. He he had TJ, and he even said it. He's like, it's because my whole thing was screwed up. My all my routines, everything changed everything and the way that they they're making me throw and things sucks so all right i'm we're getting a little sidetracked here let's get back to the let's get back to the meat of this because if you guys really think it's going to be two months we need to we need to go over what their what their problems are and like how because because all because all this is is a bunch of rich guys right fighting over stuff and i mean it's america's capitalism got it they just want more i get it they all want more but we're the ones that are gonna have to pay the price for this how does it go about getting them more though by causing a work stoppage and pissing off all your fans no 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 they want they both sides want more for themselves so well, i know rather but sacrifice us if you're hurting them. the overall product though and people tune away I mean, for good tune away, because I mean, we know that happened last time there was a big strike. I mean, it took baseball several years to recover. And if it wasn't for, you know, steroids, I don't know if it ever would have truly recovered. So, yeah. How does this help any of them make more money when you're pissing off the people giving you the money? I, you're right. I, I know. We, we're the, we, and we're solely dependent on them getting along. There's no baseball without these, both these assholes <laughs> you know well, hold up if if you ask the owners it's you know uh patches for sponsors so yeah that 
stuff <laughs> and, and revenue. And now the players are thinking revenue shares. So they, well, yeah, they see the money, money come in. They want their part of it. I mean, I don't well, blame yeah, them for that. You know. And then their marketability on their own, just for an, an example, like, there's no telling how many millions of dollars these players are making off of YouTube and Twitter clips of themselves just working out. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's how should. they all think that this is going to work. Maybe you should um, stop watching them. Because I, I can't. They're funny as hell. Watch them all day. I know you do. All right. So, okay. Let's. Okay. So, obviously, if. Again, I, I don't mean to like dumb everything down to the very simplest things, but literally what this whole thing boils down to is it's kind of like negotiating a um, almost like a, a not divorce. They have things that they want to to in order to sign the paperwork to get this thing done, but they have things that they won't break on both sides, players and owners. And like basically Tony Clark, who's the head of the um, – Players Union uh, and Rob Rob Manfred, basically, they're on opposite sides of the table. Is basically the best way to the simplest way to think about it. And um, these are the things that they're going to be fighting about, and they have been fighting about. And uh, some of it's ridiculous, and some of it makes sense, and some of it just sounds like a lot of money. So. Um, Playoff expansion is actually one I think that they're going to pretty pretty much iron out pretty quickly. So currently there's 10 playoff teams. Both both sides say expansion's fine. Players only want 12 teams total. Owners want 14. Um, just so they, I, they can sell more tickets and have more games. Uh, players, I think, think it would water down the competition too much. What do you guys think? think do you guys think that they'll get that done and with where do you guys think they'll land either one of you i don't care i think it i think it needs to say go to 12 at most um but I the agree, but the owners in manford thinking going to 14 having more games is going to generate more revenue which is going to bring back money that they quote unquote lost during the pandemic right right well so that, that's my thing with that I mean, the owners obviously are going to want more playoff games. I mean, there's more money in a playoff game than yeah, a regular absolutely. season game. So, of course, they're going to want as many of them as they can. Um, but going to 14, I mean, that's – I mean, there's, there's really 14 teams that we it's really need to see. It's almost half the league. It is ha it's half the league. Playoffs. Yeah. Well, the league is 30. Dude, so, not, yeah. You don't have to yeah, have – I mean, like, it's half the league. Yeah, yeah there's – I don't know. I think it does water it down a little bit, but – 12 does, I mean, go, does that do it. it gets annoying that first yeah and it, it, it's first it, round of playoffs when it waters down the whole season i mean the season really don't matter if damn near everybody's going Why to the playoffs would you play 162 games yeah i mean if you're going to do that cut down the regular season yeah and in baseball like you play in series and we all know as we still continue to celebrate the uh atlanta braves victory like any team can get hot in the playoffs. Like any team can ride out uh, a hot streak in baseball and win. Like how irritating would that be if like the last team in, which has happened, like my beloved St. Louis Cardinals have been the last team in, and that the last time we won in 2011 was so that way. So being like the 14 seed, I would be so pissed if my team got taken out. 
anyway, yeah, 12 teams right, right? And and I think that they're going to end up there. Um, that's a fair bargain. The only qualm I have that's with easy. the... That's the easiest one, I think, when it comes no, to... No, I know, but the only qualm I have with it is if we expand the playoffs, do we go three and or three and six and four and five have a three game series or sorry i don't i don't yeah i don't i don't i don't know i'd ha- i i don't know chris because the one the one game playoff is in my opinion not very good it's a it's two the 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 what the two highest seeds would get a buy and then the other that's what i'm saying so do you play a three game series should you play a five game series i don't know chris. what do you do I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I don't yeah. want to write. The that's entire... the only qualm I have with it. Why is that? Your That's a qualm you have? Like, is that like a huge yeah. problem you have versus all this other stuff, this information on your outline in front of you? This is where we're going to get jammed up right now. All right, let's take this I apart. literally, best I literally said with this fucking no, no, no. Best idea. Of, best of three for the first round between, you know, team three and six and four and five. No, wait. Two and it'd be three and six and four and five, and then one and two would get a buy. Yeah, yeah. That would is. you want to buy for that long? No, that's what I'm. No. That's what I'm I mean, saying. No, I mean, that's like five days off if it goes all three games, <laughs> yeah. and you got a you travel day and another travel day. And... anymore. I'm sick of the one game plan. Yeah, still, I don't know if I'd want to set for five games if I'm. Three games, if, three, I was, games, if I was three hitting games, three games, three games, three games. Well, yeah, but you're gonna have a travel day after the last day of the season to start that series. You'll have another travel day to start the next season. So you'll have five days off. Suck it up, Buttercup. I, I I'm almost yeah, I don't like that. Though. that. If I'm, what if I'm fucking stroking the ball, man? Then now you I gotta better, sit then five you days. Better, you better go find you better go find three friends. All over the place. Go find three <laughs> friends in a screen. And let's move on. Like I'm it. done with this. Um uh, so another thing that they like agreed on but didn't agree on, and I don't want to go too deep on this one because it's weird, but they arbitration, like we referenced earlier, is when basically when younger players get to try and negotiate their way to a raise. Um, you know, uh, when they actually technically don't have a full on dedicated contract with a number on it. Um, and uh, most of the time it works, but you basically get to. Uh, Teams pick a number, and uh, then the guy can say yes, or he can ask for more, and then somebody will, you know, take everything into a factor, whether he's been better or not, whether they're justified to say no, whatever, and then he gets paid whatever amount he decides, team or the player. But they want to add a pool of money for players to be divvied out, I guess, on, like... In, in in a way to like avoid arbitration is that what that means chris because like it's weird so what the pool is actually for. like the whole that i was going to ask you a question because this this doesn't make sense to me it's very strange uh, to me too like is it 150 million dollars or sorry 105 million because when i saw it first reported i thought it was 150 right so is it 105 million per team no, so because like, that 105 million ain't gonna go the, very far. So the owners 
See, see, that's where I don't. CW, do you are you a little bit more understanding of what's going on? Because I don't understand how they divvy up this pool. In my understanding, which seems to be wrong in my head, is that if like a player is supposed to be like getting maybe a little bit of like a like a half million dollar raise, whatever, they pull from this pool instead of going to arbitration. Does that sound right? That sounds better than what I thought. Yes, but I've also heard this is one of the places they are for our party because I think the owners aren't wanting the hundred and five million; oh, they they're wanting 10. ten million. They said, yeah, they 10. said, and, 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 so and the players come back with a hundred and five million. So they're hugely yeah. off that's on the which you're talking about a hundred five not being enough. I mean, ten million that's not going to go very far. With no, them. definitely. Well, it's going to be it's going to be three point five million dollar per team. So I understand. Well, I really don't understand. And sorry to cut you off there, but so you have a guy that's making $650,000 because he's making league minimum because he's, you know, that's, been that's, in the minor leagues long enough that now he's... We'll talk about that too. Though. Yeah, no, but I'm saying he's been in the minor leagues long enough and now he's arbitration eligible after a second year, but he was an up and down guy all year. And now the now he had a huge second year or huge third year, which whichever. Okay. And three million ain't gonna go very far if you're paying that guy six hundred and fifty thousand dollars and now he's asking for two point five. Well yeah, but arbitration normally don't jump that high yeah, that no. quickly. No, no I understand. normally they get like a hundred thousand dollar bonus or something that for that year. So I know they're doing this to try to get them more money quicker. That is part of the problem. Yes. Rookie contracts last so damn long that, you know, time they're ready to do it, they're 30 and they're not getting really cash in. So I understand that. But yeah, I don't think they're going to go from whatever the minimum is, 570, which, yeah, they're not going to jump from that to 3 million. I mean, that would maybe go to 800,000 or something. So that money, I mean, what, are the, what does each team have? Each year, that's arbitration for you know, four or five players. Not that many. It's something like that. I mean, it's, it's not a ton. It's, yeah, well, it, it just depends. Around there. No, it, it depends doesn't. on how it doesn't. Depend. Yes, it does. I mean, well, I mean how gotta... bad your team has been in the past. Yeah. And how many young guys you have? Yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Of course. I didn't mean it like it didn't matter. I'm just saying, like, yes. There's roughly like three to five, but maybe there's seven. You're right. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. But sorry. It's not like a ton yeah. of guys. Yeah, it's not um, at the roster or anything. Like a ton so. of money. Oh, no, 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 no. CW's right. Like, um, they, 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 like a raise, like what you're talking about, Chris, they're, they're, they just, they're just going to offer him a new contract like they did with like Albies and, and Acuna. They're just going to be like, oh, no, here's an extension for like a truckload of money. And yeah, they're going to get rid of that. Like, that wouldn't go against this like pool. I know. But that's that's the that's the side where I think the the owners are worried about forking out more money, and the players are just worried about protecting their own ass. Yeah, well, because well, I mean, this, like that's if the not union's supposed to do. That's that's just the, well, that's yeah. the, the union's simplest job. No, for sure. But remember Jonathan Singleton. Yeah, first guy ever to sign a contract extension before he played a game in the big leagues. He did it the day before he made his major league debut. 
that dude literally lasted a year in the big leagues and got paid $27.5 million over three years. What's that guy from the Reds? What was his name? Scott Kingery? Is yeah, I was, I was just thinking, thinking about Scott Kingery. He signed right well, before he's like, the season. He's like Phillies, and he's, yeah, well, that's Philly, Philly. Sorry, but he, he, was, yeah. he was in the minors when they signed him. Yeah. But Kingery's still playing in baseball. Singleton yeah. was out after a year and a half. Like, completely I, I, out. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, like I said, the players, like, they're just looking after their own ass. The owners are more worried about busting the bank on guys when they shouldn't. Well, they don't and, you, know, money, you know, well, exactly. But you're you're correct saying why they they wanted to limit the pool. But. It really wouldn't hey, be yeah. that much money. It'd be like $4 million each. What would, no, what would that be? Because there's 30 owners. 30, well, at 105, it's, it's like, 3.5. Yeah, dude. Which like, would be that'd be can, plenty of money. You can yeah. you can do that. I mean, anyway, move on. Whatever. I don't know. I don't understand it enough to like make my my life about it. But it sounds it sounds like they have things in the works to make it happen. And honestly, I I bet if they sign another five year deal or whatever, they could just table that one for later because that one seems complex. Anyway, we're moving on because we're done with it. Um, <laughs> so. I I gotta say this one is actually kind of one of my favorite things because I'm actually really interested in this this topic. Um, Major League Baseball has had a huge problem with tanking recently, um, and for a while now, extended period of time, the the Astros famously did it, and they are the model, I guess, for what they do now. Um, but that was just some great draft picks, <laughs> honestly. And I think the players' union more than the owners obviously uh are tired of tanking because uh, they don't want to be part of teams that suck you know they don't want to be known to be on sucky teams whatever um so they want to help keep tanking from happening so in order to curb that they want to implement a draft lottery like the nba does um for teams that are at the bottom of the win column at the end of each year um and they they have two different weight like different thoughts on it but they're at least both entertaining this this thought so the players want to basically give like five picks and then like incentivize picks out um and the league doesn't obviously they don't want to do they just want to give out lottery tickets to the three worst teams which that's not helping tanking almost at all, actually. No, no, hold on. No. I, no, from what I thought, it was the teams that don't make the playoffs, kind of like the NBA, go into a lottery. And, right. But it's basically only for three picks. And then it's based off of how you finished after those three picks. Yeah, the top three picks. Yes, the, that's, uh, what you're, that's what you're vying for. Well, yeah, yeah. And the percentage, and then if you, the percentages will be higher because they're worst teams. Well, uh, yeah, obviously, but I'm worst. saying like then after those three picks, it's literally going to be so. Just say quote unquote the worst team finished. You know they finished in order for how they picked, and then you would have four through sixteen or four through eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I like this because it definitely changes it up and keeps people from really wanting to like blow up the teams, Chicago Cubs. Um, but 
I don't know if it's enough. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that would be enough. So, and like there's... Um, well, I mean, does that outweigh the owner's you know, want to cut payroll down to next to nothing for two or three years and build, you know, through the draft. I mean, if they want to do that bad enough, they're still going to do it just for that being the only compensation. That's really not any kind of pun. I think I almost feel like you need to punish a team for doing it more so than reward a team for not doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. make your payroll have to be, you know, something. Because yeah. we watched the Marlins year after year, you know, spend 10 bucks on everybody. Um, you know, make them have to spend some money. And if you're spending the money, you might as well go ahead and try to win. This yeah. is where everything kind of starts to intertwine, though. Luxury tax, tanking, draft lottery, and it just, you got to spend money and make money. And, and we're, Right now, we're rewarding teams that that aren't spending any type of money, and that's where you know the. I don't know if you're going with the next point, but the competitive tax uh, or luxury tax. Yeah, no, that and that's that's we can we can move right we can move right into that. That's the the luxury tax thing is. It's very it's very weird and it's very shady and all aspects uh honestly so um the luxury tax is a threshold because baseball doesn't have a salary cap um or four which that's actually something i forgot to write on the outline that's the no but that's the you guys about that that's the biggest issue with the whole luxury tax in my opinion there is no floor well that is yeah and hold on hold on hold on let's i mean the Let's let's get started first, and then you, I will give it right over to you. Um, so the luxury tax is basically the threshold to which the MLB deems your team to be excessively spending on players. You're 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 spending too much money because other teams don't have that money to spend, and you're just trying to uh, buy players, kind of like what a salary cap would be. If they had one, you'll have to go over it. But then, so anything you have over that, you get taxed. It's a certain percentage of it has to go into this pool in which is given to everybody um, that uh, doesn't have a ton of money. You know, it, it, it gets distributed among all the other teams, which is good. It helps, you know, to create competition financially. But um the richest player, the teams like the Dodgers and Yankees, they'll just do it every year because they don't give a shit. Um, and actually, there are grievances pending against the A's, the Rays, the Marlins, and the Pirates for not like, spending money. Yeah, like not <laughs> spending that money. Like they, they, there's been team like the Yankees have been giving it up. Where you guys putting it? Like you guys are not spending money on your players. <laughs> Where the fuck is this money going? You know. Is, that, is, that's, is, uh, is Billy Bean buying a new boat or something? Where's this money going? Well, shit, isn't, isn't he now buying into another soccer team because he couldn't buy into the last one because of the Red Sox thing? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, sure. But no, yeah, I mean, people are getting pissed because, well, one, you look at those teams, though, they really don't generate the revenue to spend the money. 
But you but, can spin it on play. You could spin it on I'll player, like one, just like one. hundred percent. You are one hundred percent correct saying that. You're not going to win but a World Series of that one, but you have one. They don't want to do that but because that's. I mean, like your fans and then you look grow at, naturally. All so, four of those teams have the shittiest fucking attendance in Major League Baseball. Well, when you're shitty. Well, yeah, year I mean, upon year upon year up you don't give anybody a reason to the, come the watch. The bad thing is the Rays itself, man. Like, what yeah. are you gonna do about it? Hey, the Rays are very good. Miami has shot or like spurts of being really good. But the Rays have yeah, they not just traded away literally. Okay, so I just saw a stat earlier. And the pirates used to be good. The Pirates haven't been good since they they have literally had two wild card bursts. That was them being good. Yeah, I mean, don't, before, I, I, that's like them longer, being competitive. Oh, whatever. Okay. Well, they were good back in the nineties, but it's been a long time. Um, that's but where I'm trying to go with when you're okay. I've got the payrolls projected for this year. Uh-huh. It's New York Mets two hundred and thirty five million. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. The Pittsburgh Pirates twenty one million. I mean, it's just that shouldn't be allowed to be that different. I mean, we're we're sitting here talking about Oakland. I mean, they're spending seventy at least. Tampa Bay spending seventy. You know, mm-hmm. enough to put forth a team that can. I say, is it fight at least? What's but, it? My, yeah, what's Miami at? Like eighty-five, sixty-five, somewhere that range. Fifty-five million. Pittsburgh twenty-one okay. million. Orioles twenty-three million. Cleveland twenty-nine million. Then everybody else is at least sixty-five million. So it's 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 sad. I would say after the the seventy-five with Oakland, the projected is like ninety-eight, ninety-nine, right? The next one. Um, league average is right around ninety. Uh, but yeah, you got the Rockies at eighty-five million, Nationals at ninety-two, Cubs okay. at ninety-eight. So what? Um, if, what if you did okay? Chris, I'm just going to ask you, or I'm just going to give it to you, the floor thing. I already know, obviously, what you're talking about. I think we've talked about it a few times. Um, But why do you think that um, there should be a salary floor in baseball? Because once again, it it goes in with the tanking. One, you don't want to spend money. And then it, it... we saw it in Moneyball the movie. We I, I I read the book. If you haven't read it, listeners, it's one of the greatest books about baseball you will ever encounter. But you do all this on minimal salaries. And you know, you you think back on that Moneyball team. Damon, Giambi, Isringhausen, all three of those guys were 10 15 million dollars a year at the time and oakland wasn't even willing to give out like five or six seven million dollars yeah so these teams are just going to let people walk because they 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 quote unquote can't spend the money so if you make them spend the money we keep the competitive balance and teams as a whole like it more so as a division, like you keep them more competitive. If you ask me, because 
the AL West, or sorry, uh, shit, we were we were looking at it the other day. Um, damn it, Mike. I don't know what you're talking about. I, blank, I blanked. When I sent you that damn thing the other day about records, oh, the, the AL, AL West, the AL and NL West need to completely change. Just change. Yeah. Well, you there's know. ten teams. Just shift up the teams. Just it hasn't been competitive for the most part. The NL West has won dramatically more games as a whole <laughs> than the entire AL West. You know. Like it's they're bad. Oh, yeah. The whole AL West, and and that's even with Houston having a lot of success, it's still not great. You well, know? you got to think about it this way: the Giants had won, or have now won, or not Giants. The Dodgers have now won eight of the last nine AL West titles, and NL West or NL West. Sorry, and I would say eighty percent of them. Like they haven't even been close. Like the Dodgers have just straight up ran away with the division titles. CW, what what do you think that it would do? What is a fair number for a floor? You're looking at the numbers. What do you? And what would you do? What would we do to the teams that um, don't spend the money? How do you punish that? Well, I hate to make the floor too high because you do have teams who function well, as we talked about, Oakland, Tampa, you know, around the 70 million range is what both of them are at. They're both good about, you know, trading players and bringing back players and stuff like that. So I hate to penalize teams like that and make them spend more money. But I feel like it at least needs to be somewhere around that number. Because when you're looking at a team like Pittsburgh, who all have decided have sucked forever, when you look at that team, it has no direction of ever looking like it's going to be anything to be good anytime soon. No. Um, spending right at $20 million. I mean, $200 million less than the Mets and the Dodgers are spending. That's, um, that's, that's I, crazy. I feel like, yeah, you at least got to make them spend at least $50 million or something. And if they don't take away some draft picks, dude, you got to penalize them somehow. To Like I said, I, I think doing that little lottery thing, if I'm an owner and I don't really care about winning and I know if I suck bad enough, I'm going to still be guaranteed the fourth overall pick. Right. 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 Cause it's just the top three. So <laughs> if I suck bad enough, I'm getting the number four guy. That's not too shabby, no matter what. Right. And I can still build off of that. So it's not really a penalty that way. So yeah, make them spend money. And then if they don't, then don't let them draft anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's totally true. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I think the floor is totally vital. Uh, I we, we we need to at least set limits. The Pittsburgh Pirates is stupid, and they are, and they're going, hurting. Hold up, you're CW. You're going at least fifty. Oh yeah, at least. I mean, there's only a handful of teams that are below that anyway, and it's the perennial sucks. Hey, Orioles, hey, Guardians, hey, Pirates. And sorry, Mike, but yeah, everybody else is at least at fifty. Yeah, didn't want you to to lead into another topic. I, I shit, I would I would go 85, 95, like that range. Well, I mean, that would be par for pretty much everybody in the middle is somewhere in that range. 
I mean, like I said, you got Kansas City and Tampa and some of those around 70, but most of them are running 85 to 150. So, you know, it's – like I said, I wouldn't want to set it so high that you hurt teams who are good at manipulating and, and playing that way, but there's only a handful of those teams that can actually do that and do it successfully. So, And, they, and I think they need to have, like – enough room to have a superstar or two um and not like super superstar obviously but like somebody that people will buy jerseys for mm-hmm. and like they're not good enough to be like a major star somewhere and you know maybe they've already won a ring early or they'll go somewhere later but you know sell some freaking tickets richie sexton that shit you know, like just be like good enough. You know, he did it for two teams though. Good. Anyway, like there needs to they need to have enough money to do something like that because the A's it's so stupid. Um, and uh, I we again we don't need to talk about Freddie, but the whole Matt Olson thing drives me nuts that they're just like ready to skip him away. He is so talented and young and just good. So stupid for them to be like, all right, who wants him and how much can I get out of it? It's not a bag of coffee, idiots. I guess actually really quick, Universal DH is like happening, right? Like we've already yes. all heard. Yeah. There's not much to talk about there, right? Everybody understands that that's just better for the game. So um, if that's what you're wondering, we're pretty sure that's set. Uh, but the one thing, other thing of the Universal DH that I think everybody had known about for like the last two years uh, about this issue is the service time manipulation. We've seen this for years with like Chris, Chris Bryant and this year, um, Jared Kalanick. Uh, but they, the owners tend to manipulate the player service time into a certain point in the year where they can basically gain an extra year of team control on their contract. Um, and this year, the whatever his name from the VP of something from the Mariners at, at some luncheon basically was just like, yep, that's exactly what we do. Uh, uh, which was like kind of like this hush, hush, hush thing. Everybody knew, but they didn't know. Um, Cause like people like, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. probably should have just been called up at the beginning of the year, his rookie year, instead of in April, which is silly. Chris Bryant, of course, like I said, uh, he is the he's the most glaring thing. He was so ready to go; it was ridiculous. Um, well, he had like twelve home runs that spring. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> he was so absolutely ready to go. It was. It was a. Tra- it was a shame, really, that that kid didn't get to start the first game of the year um, with the team. That's so stupid. But anyway, um, I got to say, guys, the way that they're going to try and change this is so confusing. And it's it's just a lot. And I don't I honestly don't think that this is going to get done. I think that this is going to get left off because they're so radically different and complicated. Both both sides solution. What do you guys think? What is he? What is even going to happen with this? Just stick with what they have already. This, I mean, 
This that sounds so bad because we've all been bitching about it for years. But now you've got to finish X here in rookie of the year. You got to finish uh this amount in year three. It's just it, it's it's a shit show. Well, just leave it at what it is. I think the the at the heart of it, I think it's uh it's got some some like a good idea. Like if you finish if you finish high up in, in the rookie of the year and reliever of the year roles and you gain a year of eligibility, that's huge. It's huge. Um and the likelihood that you'll do it is I mean, there's a lot of young players out there, you know. So, um, C Dub, what do you? I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that? Do you? Do you? What do you? What are you gleaning from this? What's that? What? What do you think about this? The service time manipulation. Um, something obviously needs to be done. We are all tired of it. Like you said, Kelnick last year, Wander Franco, all that shit. Mm-hmm. We we all would prefer to see those young players playing, you know, everyday role and contributing to their team. Um, yeah, I've read this three times and I'm kind of confused. Um, I think you kind of need to figure out a way to let the teams kind of do what, what the Braves have done with Ozzy and Ronald Acuna is, you know, go ahead, give them, extend them real contracts, buy out this rookie term, buy out two extra years at a cheaper price. And everybody's kind of happy, you know, they're, they're getting paid a, a nice amount, not, you know, I think what Acuna is getting what, like ten million a year or something like that now. Yeah, um, compared to toward, you know, towards the end, he will be making close to twenty. But yeah, yeah about to say, I think it goes up. But you know, nothing he would get a lot more than that on the open market oh. right now, obviously. But <laughs> you know, it's good for the team. It's good for the player. I think you need to incentivize that more somehow. That way, you know, the players that deserve it are you know getting these contracts, which I think. I don't know if Wander actually got his contract or they were about to give him a contract. Oh, no. One or the other. He he got paid. Um, yeah, he got yeah, paid. But yeah, I mean, that I think is where it needs to go to because all this shit, well, the good, qualifiers and everything else, it is kind of it's just hard so, to figure out. Well, and it's just so, so much layers to it. I don't know how they're going to decide who's right on what and how they're going to iron it out. But like good teams, the Cardinals did it with Paul DeYoung. It was mm-hmm. in all, it wasn't the greatest contract ever. It's cheap, which is fine. Well, no, it's it's um, a gamble, but it but, is for everybody involved. Well, it, yeah, and like obviously, Wander Franco, uh, Kingery, um, uh, Contreras from Chicago got a nice extension, didn't he? Um, when he was young. No, I think he. William well, Contreras? he's he's about to be. Uh, now, he, yeah, now after, after, creative, after yeah, I don't year, know. But I thought he got. I thought he got. I thought he got like um, two, two or three more years uh, for a good amount. Um, did he come up that? Did he come up that close to um, the rest of the? They all. The, I guess they the all baby like, Cubs. They all like came up together. Like all of them. Well, uh, Rizzo, Rizzo was up like two or three years before either Baez or yeah, he was or Baez. Bryant, he was but yeah. Um, yeah, but okay, okay, so I, I, it's a great way to, to like try. I, th- I like it to protect the young guys, and that's what the union's for. But like, I don't know, this this service time manipulation thing, I think they just need they just need to like be all be more grown up and just like pay the guys who deserve it, and that's it, uh, without the loopholes and things that the contract legalese, um, because then like. 
you walk into this other conversation, which this is the minimum salary thing really bothers me um, as a person. Uh, so like, it's hard to like, cause, but we're going to cover it cause it's a part of the baseball. So like the minimum salary in major league baseball is currently 575 or $570,500 a year. Um, which is a lot of money. stupid. <laughs> uh, is a lot of money, but stupid to the, play a game. The players union wants to raise it to seven hundred seventy-five thousand dollars a year, which is like two hundred thousand dollars more per guy, and like that's a tr- there's a dramatic amount of people that are at least at the bottom, you know. And um, so the MLB wants to raise it to six hundred um, initially, but then they raised it six to, no yeah six fifteen to six fifteen for no experience, and then six fifty with some experience, and then seven hundred um, with two years under the belt. So it's like close, but guys, I gotta be honest with you. Like I know they're supposed to take care of the young guys, but I do not give a damn that they they're fighting about this um line the amount of money that they're talking about is audacious but the amount of money they're currently getting to yes play a game is it's just crazy you know this is dumb we're we're buying jerseys we're scheduling um our time off and our kids lives around going to these games and you guys can't even go show up to work because you guys are talking about how much more. I make a fraction of that. And I work a job that I don't love, didn't grow up doing this job. And I have to take care of my family as well and my dog okay. and my house. So just so you know, if you're on the major league roster and making the major league minimum mm-hmm. with the proposed 775. Yeah. Per day, you're making forty seven hundred dollars, and or forty seven hundred and eighty three dollars. That's ridiculous. It's great. Now, don't get me wrong; it's America, and I love it. Two thousand and six, it was twenty six hundred. But for them to like be like, like pulling at these kind of strings for this, this is this is bank robbery of the other side. And don't get me wrong; the owners are doing it too in other ways. But like, this is just like. Also, this needs to be addressed. <laughs> what? Fuck, you're not taking care of your people that way. You're trying to, you know, exploit the system, right? Like, no, this, yeah. this is one of those subjects that turn people off from this whole conversation completely. Right? Nobody, yeah. wants, nobody wants to hear these people whine about making $570,000 a year to play baseball. Like, nobody. This is not enough for, like, yeah. a living wage. Yeah, so not allowed five to six months of my life. And now that we're in a situation where the season could be, you know, shortened and delayed and shit over money, that's once again, that's just not a good look for baseball at a time that, you know, it needs to look good. Yeah. I mean, fucking football is making money hand over fucking fist. Yeah. Never hear about these problems in football. No. Maybe they happen. Maybe they're just smart enough to keep it, you know, to themselves and, and work it out, but this is just not a good look and it's it gonna cost fans. Yeah, it, it, you're absolutely right. And these are the lines like this 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 
part of this negotiations is the worst. It's because you just see this these numbers. It's like, yeah, I mean, like with the service time manipulation stuff, I think the Cameron fan understands it and wants something done with it. They understand yeah, the players. It's not, you fair. know, you know, this kid's good. Let him earn but, his money. Yeah, once you start throwing around a dollar amount, you start losing the conversation quickly. Yeah, because then it gets real. Because then, because like yep. I know how much I make. <laughs> I know but it's, it's nowhere near that. that. <laughs> All right, so they are making basically double to triple what we all make in one day per month. It's they're they're just like man, it's crazy. So um, the I guess the owners like their whole beef that bothers me. If we're gonna give shit to the players for being a little touchy, the owners maintain during this whole negotiations their biggest whole thing is that like they lost so much money during the pandemic, right, with the shortened season, which they did lose a lot of money. Home games make a lot of money, a lot of money for these. But guys. at the same time, were they not the ones wanting to shorten the season? I mean, uh, you know, yeah. Do yes. you get to whine about something if you're the reason it happens? It's very mm-hmm. strange. And, and again, like I hear, I'm about to like I'm about to hit him in the face with 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 my my truth too, um, because like so like they're the way that they want to recoup this money is like they want to expand the playoffs, like we said, so they can have more games during the playoffs, which is a lot of money. They want to add patches of advertisement to these guys' jerseys, which is I don't like that the NBA does it. Um, I always thought it was super weird that that boxing does so much. They even tattooed them on their backs. NASCAR is sort of the biggest downfalls about NASCAR is all those advertisements and whatnot. But so they want to do that. And then um, they want to do special events. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Like, I guess doing more like destination games like the uh, Field of Dreams and shit. Um, I don't know if they're going to. Yeah, that, that was the way some, some that was the way I took that. Yeah. Uh, so they want to do more of that. And then the gambling aspect. I don't know. They're gonna expand on that, but I'm I'm sure there's gonna be like casino lounges and shit in baseball stadiums soon, whatever. A bunch of game. Well, you saw what breaking. You saw what the Cubs announced today, right? No, what? Two of their statues are getting removed and taken to a warehouse because they're putting a sports book right outside of Wrigley Field. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah, Ron Santo. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's absolutely right, uh, and yeah, they want to they 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 want to actually add two more teams soon, um, as well. So the the owners like they really want their money back, but again, we're talking about guys who pay upwards of two hundred and twenty million dollars in just simply players' payroll, no office staff. At all. We're just talking about guys that go on the field. $220 million a year. We're talking about one of 30 guys that can pay that kind of money. Right? So, like, I don't care that you lost some money during the pandemic. I did, too. And I had a lot less. <laughs> it, hurt, it hurt us a lot more than you know, it hurt them. I I hear you guys, but I don't hear you. Just get, get it done. Um, but so, so like this whole thing with the owners and the players, all the, all, everything we just talked about, the luxury tax, the manipulation, the, the 
minimum the minimum salaries and how they're going to get money back and all this stuff it's got to get done because they got two weeks till pitchers and catchers report i i i guess i'm with you guys now i'm super reluctant i'm so optimistic and i have been but man it's fading we got two weeks left so um like right after valentine's day was in when pitchers and catchers are supposed to report don't think that's going to happen um spring training games got we got we got almost four weeks for that actually so it's possible the thing is is if we delay pitchers and catchers they're gonna delay the games which then delays the regular season but that's okay if they have to delay they're not gonna delay regular season if they have to delay a couple spring training games that's fine they can do split squads and stuff like that that's that's fine Um, okay but what if it's weeks if it's weeks and then you have problems because (laughs) um then you have problems because then you don't get everybody stretched out and you risk people getting hurt but they okay, have so they have some time. They have about another like month to really fuck. So we season. gotta be done by like the twelfth. Gotta be done by to start to start on time. To start on time, yeah. If we get it done by like the first or the second of March, yeah, first March first is the I think March we're. Hard, I think we still line. lose the the first or second week of the season. No, you're nuts. They have a, all of March to prepare. See, Dub, what do you think? What do you? Where are no, you? I'm I'm with Chris. I'm really not seeing regular season's game start March 31st for some reason. I just feel like we're gonna be end of April before we actually start seeing games. Okay, so what? You, I, I hope you're both wrong. But I, no, I hope I'm wrong. Really, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Right, right now, like we really don't. Um, we don't know. So we, Chris, Chris found this, this article on the athletic from Ken Rosenthal that has just so much information that we referenced in this podcast. Go check out the article. It's awesome. Uh, but like, he also is very pessimistic about it. And as we all know, Ken Rosenthal is like the baseball whisperer. Like, well, he knows hey, every, he knows hold everything. up. Hold up. Once again, we haven't brought this up yet. I had super, F you to Rob Manfred for basically firing Ken Rosenthal for doing his job. Yeah, he did fire him. And that's exactly why he's one of the best because he's not gonna he, he I'm sure he was getting I'm sure he was getting all the all the everything that he wanted from that position and he didn't care. He didn't want to, he didn't sacrifice dignity. another reason why if Manfred wasn't involved, I think the lockout would have never happened. I don't know about that, but my real question um, in regards to people um, is what are we doing with these free agents out there? And I'm not talking about just like whoever, like Freddie Freeman, Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, Anthony Rizzo, All-Stars, World Series champions, um, and a used-to-be Rocky guy. <laughs> he used to be Rocky. Guy. Well, I mean, I'm gonna throw my hands up in the air. I don't fucking know. It sucks so bad for him because I love him, but all three of the other guys are World Series champions, and he is not because he played for the stupid Rockies. Well, that's why he plays in Rockyville. Stupid. Um, but like, what are they? What like? What are, they're gonna? All four of these awesome players are gonna get signed as soon as they want to be signed when it's available. But 
Like I think within two, three days stadiums, for all of them. Meet their new teams, their new coaches, and work and shit. Like, jeez, that sucks. That would I would be pissed if I was one of those guys now, or be like, man, I, I should have done. I should have known. I should have done better. I should have. I should have signed a contract. That goes back to your theory from from before, but I mean, we don't we don't really truly know. They know. Um, they, yeah, and that's my theory. They, that's not a theory. That's basically a fact. Look at when all those guys signed their contract. They're all signed through this time. They're all Everybody within. That board, yes, that, that you're correct. Advisory board, the active players, man. They all knew. They all know. Which, but whatever, whatever. I they. If they were, if they were, good, I, I honestly truly think within five days of the lockout ending, all five of them have a very, very, very high paying job. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't think it'll take long. Yeah. I think they're still talking back channel somehow. They're totally to- that, that. Yeah, that, I mean, that well, Olsen, agent that met also the agent just came my... out, it just came out. And they're like, yeah, this was happening before. Like, fuck you. It was not. It just yeah. happened this week because you just found out Freddie's signing somewhere else. Yeah, uh, y'all talk. I mean, the 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 agents and the the owners can do whatever. They can do it. Or sorry, they cannot the, sign in the ad, contract. Advi- advisors, yes, they can. I don't think so. They can they do like tentative shit. They, no, they have a power of attorney, so they're like acting on behalf of the person. So I don't think that they can. I don't think okay. that they could have. What about what about their advisor though? I like I don't know. I but I feel like I think everybody that is that close to the situation is probably not supposed to be. But they're doing it. It's all incestuous. Yeah. It's just like politics. Like they all just call each other. Like, <laughs> exactly. hey, I know we're not supposed to be talking, but hey, what's up? You up? You want to talk about this law thing? This pact I got have. We're gonna make all this money. Like they all can do that. Shit. You want to give each other a high five? Yeah, that. let's go. Yeah, like they all—they're all—they all—all these guys, all these guys have um, contracts basically written up, ready to go. They're just gonna be like, "All right, whenever this is over, I'm gonna call you and be like, yeah, man, let's do it. Let's do this shit. Add a zero, and I'll sign.' All right, um, that's enough of this. I'm just so tired of it. The lockout needs to end for real soon. Um. We're all going to continue to watch, but there will be fans that will that are already getting a bad taste in their mouth, and it stinks. Um, baseball doesn't. The, it's the new fans, and that's the problem. Yeah, and this was a great year. Um, this super fun ending. Um, congrats again, C-Dub, to your Braves. Um, Damn right. But uh, <laughs> you know, like, let's get done. Let's get back to work because it's time. And like, I'm I'm ready to do some podcasts. Let's 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 do some talking about real baseball. It's happening. Uh, who's going to win the Super Bowl, guys? Who day? Do you really think Cincinnati's going to win? That's what I'm pulling for. No, I don't think they will, but I, I, that's who I, think, I want to win. I think it's going to be Matt Stafford finally pulling through uh, and cementing himself as a true Hall of Famer. He already, he already I, is. I, I understand that, but now that literally cements his Hall of Fame career and if if they win, and God damn it! I can't say I can't believe I'm saying that about a dog. I I like I don't care. I don't care who wins, and I mean that in like the best way possible because Burrow and Stafford. I'm so happy to see one of them lift the trophy. Uh, it's cool because neither one of these teams have won in a while. Uh, Bengals ever. Uh, the Rams. I don't, twenty years. So. Oh well, yeah. 
So I was saying, I'm old in, enough a to a remember the Bengals last time they went there. So I know that that was Boomer Siasen, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, 85? I, was, I, I, I was about to say, I have no clue what the year was, but I do remember them going. They got beat by, they got beat by the Niners in the, the year of the catch. Was that the year of the catch? I thought so. It was either 84 or 85. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm about to say, it's, it's somewhere through there. I was a wee little boy. But I remember saying, who day? Even back then. <laughs> I did actually. I did at the beginning when when they traded um, Goff for Stafford, I was like, that's exactly what they needed. If they had him, uh, they would have beat the Patriots. But we'll never know. Is like Tom said, gone? Good, good, good for Stafford. Tom is gone. He said it. He said he was gone. He said, uh, no, he I just read not. like an hour ago. He, he said he's still not. He's oh, day to day. Then, yeah. No, I don't know. Yes, he's gone. He's gone. I read, I read somewhere there was a, some kind of money involved if he's still he on the roster after for like another two weeks, he gets like $7 million or something. So I don't think he's well, going to play anything in the Pro him. Bowl. Oh, he ain't going to fucking play in the Pro Bowl. And he's going to show up to the Pro Bowl because it's a free trip to Hawaii to go hang out with all of his friends. Dude, that guy does not <laughs> give a fuck about a free trip to Hawaii or spending time with all his friends. He'll just tell them to come meet him, him wherever. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I'm having a party any right that. here. He's done that for he's done it for like 15 times, something like that. You know, like him going to the Pro Bowl, like unless he does have like this one crazy cool thing he does or like swing party Tom that he though. goes to. Like he he <laughs> he don't care about the Pro Bowl no more. No, he's old. Doesn't he's care he's about going that to the he's going time. to the trapeze of Las Vegas. He's going home. Which, and it, at, there's only like seventy-five of out there. He's gonna go do whatever the fuck he wants, and that's great. Um, yeah. So, man, it's two months is a long time, especially when it comes to like quantifying uh, news and unfortunate news. But like three, like pretty seriously big um, names. Uh, actually, four because uh, Demarius Thomas was also um, since mm-hmm. then. That was a while ago, but man, what a what an amazing athlete! Hey, hey. Thing to happen, um, but you know, recently Betty White passed away, Bob Saget passed away, and Meatloaf passed away. Um, that's awful. All, all all four of those people are man. They were super talented, and it's weird because they're so ingrained into like. A lot of things I know growing up. Obviously, Bob Saget with Full House, Betty White. I have a Golden Girls shirt. I have a shirt with her face on it in my yes, you do right now. Um, <laughs> Meatloaf played an interesting villain in uh, a movie with uh, Patrick Swayze about truckers. It's weird and awesome. Black Dog, uh, and obviously Fight Club is one of my favorite movies. Uh, God, you, you come at meatloaf three, in such a different way than I come at meatloaf. Well, two That's out of awesome. three ain't bad, but it was it was before like his music career was mostly before. My yeah, it time. was before I was born, even and but yeah, I think of um, didn't he Rocky Horror like Picture Show times or something like that? What's that? Didn't he? OD, OD? Like oh, probably, times? probably. But yeah, I think Rocky Horror Picture Show and then um, even the uh, Tenacious D. Was it Pick a Destiny? He's his dad there at the one point in time singing. It's awesome. So yeah, he he was damn damn talented. Betty White, funny as hell. She great, very funny. great woman. Just across the board, it seemed like. Yeah. So yeah, big losses. I wasn't a huge Bob Saget person. I never really. I like Bob. You were well, probably, I never really watched you growing. Were probably not was it growing in that, 
uh, yeah, I was a little house. too old for that. Full, full house. house, yeah. Oh, I, so like I just Bob never really Hunter got Rock. him that much. <laughs> but you never yeah. watched America's Funniest Home Videos? Uh, yeah. Occasionally, but that's no, still yeah. Not. Yeah, you, I mean, you have to. Like, I, I mean, I literally grew up watching Full House. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love. I am Michelle's age. Jody, Jody Sweeten and uh, Candace Cameron, but that wasn't the reason I watched Full House. Was was not was not uh, Bob Saget. <laughs> it was an Aunt Becky. Yeah, well, yeah, Lori Loughlin too, but uh, yeah, the the felon. Uh, all right, well. So that's uh, that's that's it. That's all I got. I'm done with you guys. Peace, bitch. Peace. Where are your fucking Sunday best? We're going to Sears. Okay.